Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Tomorrow Today. It is your co-host, Kyle Kopass, and I got my main man in the studio today. Ladies and gentlemen, Duke McKenzie's here. And guess what? We got a big episode today yes. because we are all together and we got a special guest. Kyle, bring her in. Bring her in. All right. I want to introduce to you the Ella Watkins. Ella. Yes. Thank you for coming on the episode today. Yes, you're welcome. Flew all the way to LA. Yeah, just, just for this. Just for this. Just for this. 50 hours on the plane. Because this is one of the biggest podcasts in the world. In the entire world. And, you know, in, in, in my world. Anyway. But, you know, in all seriousness, we were sitting around. Ella is here for some campaign. We always say we work with talent. and We are blessed and wonderful to be able to work with Ella. And Ella's here for doing some campaigns. And yep. we were having a conversation talking about I've been born on TikTok and been exploring TikTok, but talking about what she's thinking about long form content and YouTube and all of those types of things. And we said, you know what? This would be a great podcast, <laughs> right? Yes. That's basically how this all went down. So Ella Watkins. Yes, Steve McKenzie. You know what I would love to hear? Talk to me about, you've been on TikTok now for about a year and a half, about a year? Year and a half. Yeah, but a year and a half. You've had a wonderful journey. Yes. You've been doing some great campaigns. You're thinking of producing music. You're just mm -hmm. really using it as a creative outlet. Yes. And tomorrow, you're going to a YouTube creator event of some sort. And the question that I asked you, and I said, wait, don't, slow down, is, okay, what are your thoughts on YouTube? What are your thoughts on long form? Because you were born on TikTok. And yeah. what are the differences? In, and why are you thinking of exploring it more? So talk to me a little bit about that. Pre-raging. First of all, I think as a creator, the best thing that you can do is diversify the platforms that you're on because then you uh -huh. don't rely on one platform. You're not at the whim of the algorithm because TikTok is an amazing place to grow, but yeah. it's, it's very temperamental mm -hmm. and it's constantly changing. And like we were discussing earlier, they haven't really found their feet and they're always changing right. things. They're exploring. They're like a little toddler. Sometimes they throw tantrums. Sometimes they throw tantrums at your content. No, 100%. Yeah. Whereas YouTube, like you said, has been established for 17 years. Right. I think for stability, YouTube is a great place to be and grow. And I really want to grow on YouTube for stability as a creator. Because I've heard from other creators that the views there are a lot more stable. Mm. And as well, earning passive income from monetization. That would be amazing. Just yeah, to be able to say, yeah. oh, all of my expenses for the month are covered by YouTube. Paid and covered. And then anything else is brandles. To catch the audience up a little bit, one of the things that we were saying is very bullish on TikTok. And TikTok is a wonderful platform. And I think TikTok is continuing to dominate. But TikTok in its current form is only three years old and the company is only seven years old. Yeah. Where YouTube is 17 years old and YouTube has been thinking about creator monetization for over a decade, over a decade. perfecting it and all of that stuff over a decade. So when you're a creator and you're making a living, the predominantly only real way to make a living from being a creator on TikTok, I know they have their creator program. Are you in their creator program? Not like in Australia. Do they Australia. not have one in Australia? Not in Australia. Uh, I don't know if you can all tell by the accent, Ella Watkins, even though she's one of the most popular creators in the world. She resides in Australia, from a wonderful place called Tasmania. The main way that you make your income on TikTok is brand partnerships. Yeah. And brand partnerships, again, it's a blessing because you get to have direct relationships with brands. You get to work and build out your, support your content and all those things, but it's active. And Kyle, man, you, you work yeah. with Ella. You can talk about like, what, like talk about what is a typical brand partnership that she, that Ella does on TikTok and how does it work yeah. to make her money from that? With brand partnerships, you have to 
work for them, right? They're not guaranteed. Right. Yeah. Right. So you have to work a lot harder. Luckily, if anybody's watched her content, she's one of the best ad makers on the platform. I'm yeah. not just saying that. <laughs> Thank you. But it's helpful because we are able to work with a lot of different partners. And I think one that we could definitely talk about is Uno. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And with that, Ella was actually, the reason why they got attention from that was Ella actually created content using that brand with already original stuff. So mm-hmm. I think that was really helpful for her yeah. to show them like what she can do. Yeah. Um, and it got their attention. Yeah. And um, also to align my brand naturally with, with mm. like it's so intertwined with all of my content that it's like, it's seamless. Mm-hmm. You can't really tell that anything's branded. Right. That's the, that's a sign of a great brand partnership. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. But the problem is, is in order to get paid, Una loves you and all those things, exactly. but actually in order to pay you, you have to do specific videos for them and posts for them and events for them. Yes. Whereas what you're saying about YouTube and why YouTube has a lead, and we were having a debate earlier about YouTube's place in the ecosystem, is that you're able to, YouTube will pay you just for posting your content. What happens is that, so what everyone's listing and everyone's on different pages, pages here, is that what YouTube will do is you'll put up a video on YouTube and the views that you generate, YouTube will run ads against yes. that, that, that their sales team slowed. And they will split, I think, give it a 60-40 split. 60-40, yeah. And, and give the creator 60-40. Right, and keep it. And then that allows you to, like, you're going to make the content anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Have you started on your long form yet? And what are the challenges? Yeah. No, I haven't started. Since we had a meeting recently with YouTube, and um, the person who we were in contact with was telling us about the two different algorithms, how Short's algorithm is completely separate to long form and how you need to kind of nurture both. And that's kind of what got me thinking about long form. And I was thinking about the ways that you can monetize. Long and, wait, and let me ask you a question. This is fascinating because you're, yeah. you're beginning your journey. What are you thinking when you're writing, you travel a lot and when you're coming up with your ideas, what is your potential long form strategy? I had a few different ideas. Kyle's idea was to throw in some compilations as well. Cause I already have the content yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, I do love to have like long ranty conversations in my head. So my thoughts were just to record myself doing something. That's something that I would do anyway. Like I have a lot of interests. I love art. I love painting. So I could just be there painting and then sharing my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Just ranting. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Easy content to do because as well, I want to focus on, I think in terms of my growth, like short term, short form content has done so well for me. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I have enough brain capacity to come up with all those ideas and those skills. Right. Just work on the other things music that requires a lot of brain energy so i want to make sure that whatever i do long form is something that's just i can come to it can be fun and fresh that's right so finding a format so one of the strategies that you are thinking about is finding a format that doesn't necessarily take away from the creativity that you're doing yes. with, uh, with other things. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, and it doesn't deplete my resources in my head. Right, right. And coming up with little skits and, and yeah. all those yeah. things. No, that makes a lot of sense. help from burnout. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. so massive in the creator space do you find that now is that what you're finding with all the creators that you work with how about yours how about me have you had periods of time of burnout oh 100 yeah and what i've really what does, that, what does that look like for you i'm usually extremely productive um i have like a very strict schedule and burnout for me is i'll find that i'm working longer and later but getting less done mm-hmm. it might make, take me two and a half days to do one day's worth of work mm-hmm. the, the quality won't be as high either mm-hmm. and so what i've decided for next year what i've realized has contributed to the burnout is 
saying yes to all these opportunities. Yeah. Because I was saying to Kyle, I've always, you know, wanted to be in the film industry and I've wanted to be writing and I wanted to be acting and performing mm. and directing. And so in Australia, because there aren't that many content creators in Australia. So I'm one of the largest creators in Australia. And because the Australian film industry is quite small. So we have what's called Screen Australia. Mm-hmm. And basically this establishment, every single film project that is filmed in Australia goes mm-hmm. through Screen Australia. Mm-hmm. And they take online very seriously. Mm-hmm. So there's been a lot of attention towards me with that. And so people have offered me projects. And because I've come from this perspective pre-social media, pre-TikTok, mm-hmm. trying to get into the film industry, the scarcity mindset of too many things this year. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that I've got a few projects left to finish and they wrap up in January. And after that, I'm saying, okay, I'm bringing it back to social media, actually. The social media is what opened up all those doors for me. Right. There's so much more that I want to do with social media. And where on social media, I get full control. I can do what I want. So my plan for going forward next year is to get strong at saying, hey, like, I don't have to say yes to this. This is an amazing opportunity, but I can make that opportunity for myself in a few months time or a year's time or when when it's going to be better suited to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, that's what I'm planning to do to manage my burnout because that's where I've realized it's come from. It's from saying yes to everything. And I'll be invited to into writers' rooms and I've been contacted by production companies mm-hmm. who are writing feature films and they've got deals with Stan. I don't know if you guys have Stan in America, but it's like Netflix. It's like one of those streaming sites. Okay. And it's so exciting. And I've been going into writers' rooms with TV shows. Can I ask you a question? When I talk to writers or people writers, I would love your perspective. And you, what's a writer's room like? Talk to me about that. Like, what's the process like? What is the like? Yeah, talk to you about. Been in two different writers' rooms. The first one. There were a lot of people. There were like six people. Everyone in the room, they had a big whiteboard. And everyone kind of like throws in ideas, throws in their different perspectives. The first writer's room was a lot of sharing personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second writer's room was more interesting. It was just me and one other writer. And I was kind of a bit nervous for it, but I go in and then the two producers, they come in with us and they sit with us for the first hour, introduce us, mm-hmm. get, get the vibes going. Like they're trying really hard to like, get the get, vibes going. Get some chemistry. Yes, I can. Then they like, get out they, they just seamlessly leave and then me and the other writer we just bounce ideas for like at eight hours straight and by the end of the day we had like a full story arc for a picture like what about this one about this and, yeah. then you, and then you basically write the story like yeah. so basically the first step even before you write right you have to write the story the, the story arc the story like beats are gonna hit all these like yeah. characters yeah yeah that's fascinating yeah <laughs> and you know what I love about this call you know what i love about this all of this is from or yes, and hundred percent. It exactly. is. Yeah. 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 Which is great. Giving you all those opportunities. Which is why going for next year, I'm bringing my focus back to short form and mm-hmm. saying no to these other opportunities, mm-hmm. which are you know great and amazing. But I'm also realizing what's most important for me right now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was able to talk to Ella too about burnout, and part of the reason why creators have burnout is they try to take on everything, because as a short-form creator, you're the producer, you're the writer, Mm -hmm. you're the director, you're the editor, you're the actor, like, you're everything. And especially when you're Ella, where where she has all of her characters. Exactly. Yeah, she's every character. She's like, wardrobe change. And so, I said, Ella, like, think about for your future. I know it's hard, especially as an editor, like you edit your own things, you like your things a specific way. Yes. So I said, Ella, like, start looking for editors. Yeah. So I found one. I found one. So That's when we went back to Australia, she she's one of my best friends and she's an amazing editor. She was working for one of the top advertising agencies in Tasmania. So mm-hmm. I reached her. And she's moving to Melbourne. And when I get back, she'll be moved in. And she's going to edit for me. That's exciting. So now I'm like can double down. Well, because it, it is hard. You do have to 
And it's for all business because like really you're running a business. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it, it's a creative business, yeah. but you're running a business and yeah. for all businesses, you have to scale and meaning like you can't do everything yourself. And, and that's, exactly. yeah. Which it's really interesting actually, because before I started creating content, I worked as an editor for a YouTuber, which <laughs> is really funny. Yeah. Right. Which, which, so therefore you should know the lesson. Yeah. You know the lesson, you're a part of the solution. And, and yeah, but, and, and no, but it's hard to teach the lesson yourself. And I think like, it's easy to be so precious about what you create. But as soon as I made that decision to get help and to start mm-hmm. building this team, it was just like, wow, this frees me up so much. Exactly. I can create better content now because I have yeah. the freedom, the brain space. To- and the reason why people are watching content is yes, like even if it's edited 10% not as good, yeah. but the driver of it is the ideas, the characters, the story. Yeah, content, exactly. and, all yeah. and, that, and like, and that, that, all that lives here. Right? Exactly. What makes my content unique? Right. I need to focus on that. And for, right. for, that, for that, it's my being, it's, it's your, my right. it's your energy, your ideas. Right. Yeah. But I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm good at it, but it's not what right. makes my content special. Right, right. Yeah. No, 100%. But I understand it's hard to let go. Yeah, it uh, is. And all those things and say, when is it time to go for the next step? The other thing I wanted to go back a little bit. I do understand why you would want to take everything, like yes. all the opportunities. Yes. Here's the other challenge, right? Because like, you're at a unique point in time where the iron's hot. Right? Yeah. Like the iron's hot, like strike while the iron's hot. And then you're like, it's the balance of, okay, how do I make sure I fully capitalize on all the opportunities? Yeah. And will this happen? Will I continue to have these opportunities or how can I capitalize? Yes. But the advantage of the content that you're typing or making, and you're seeing this in short form content where comedy and character-based content and everything like that is having a resurgence, is that content, even if let's say it's not hot, hot, there's always a home for it. Yes. And you can build yeah. an audience and a community for that type of thing. Yeah. Whereas when TikTok started, the first group of people that were on top were like doing trends and dances. You, I, you didn't know what's kind of crazy about the first range of TikTok. Like, and first of all, nothing against, God bless them, nothing yeah, against exactly. them. Yeah. But the, it's interesting the first group of TikTok stars didn't have any discernible skills. I mean, like, they were dancers. They were just yeah. dancing. But it, it's just fascinating that now what's dominating is different. Like, comedy is having a resurgence on TikTok, and then people telling stories and narrating and, yeah. and all of that type of thing, which is interesting. Mm. An interesting topic. Did you ever, I might be dating myself, did, were you ever a user of Vine? No. Of Twitter's bond. Okay. They're thinking of bringing it back, but forget it. We won't talk about it. So, so it's interesting. I'm actually Top. I, I don't know. So if I was if like, first of all, Elon, like yeah, Elon. Not Elon, that's good. <laughs> whatever. But one of the things that is interesting is that TikTok don't bite by dance. And ByteDance is a Chinese-based company. And there are legitimate security concerns in Western democracies. Like there are, sometimes I think they're blown, sometimes things, but there are legitimate security concerns. So there is an opportunity for a domestic, and that's why YouTube is gunning for it, Facebook's gunning for it, and all that type of stuff, a domestic short-form player. But the father of TikTok was Vine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And if you look at the creators that came out of Vine, yeah. so the Paul brothers came out of Vine, uh, King Bach, there's some great creators yeah. that are now TikTokers and YouTubers. Are in yeah. But they all, st- Lele Pons was yeah. a Viner, right? right? She was a Viner. Exactly. Liza, yep. Liza, Liza Cozy. Liza Cozy, right? She was, and uh, David Dobrik, Dobrik, even though he's, yeah. you know, like he had some issues, so maybe he'll come back, whatever. But they all came back from that. So it's interesting. I heard a rumor they're debating bringing that back to compete again. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Do you think it will be seven seconds again? I don't know. If I was, as we transition over to Twitter over here, 
If I owned Twitter, if I went and spent $44 billion on Twitter, I would definitely bring some sh- short form video. Yeah, absolutely. Because Twitter, what Twitter has is Twitter does have a lot of data because they have like, they get a lot of consumer interactions even from tweets. Yep. Like this. Yep. So I figured how to use that with a short form product. Yep. I don't know what I would probably do is copy, just copy TikTok. Yeah. I would do the fifth, whatever formats TikTok has. I keep it under like TikTok is one minute less. Right. Well, they can do more. Well, they yeah, do more. There's uh, pretty much tech. Tech. Well, longest format I think is ten minutes. Really? Yeah. yeah. Didn't they bring that in and take it away? Is it still there? I want to say it might be there for select people. Oh, okay. I think it's gone. But I watched one not long ago that was six minutes, and I watched the entire thing. Really? It got me hooked, and I'm like, really? how long? Yeah. What videos are you watching now? What type of videos are you getting? And then I want to know what type of. I'm po- yeah. No one can see who I'm pointing to because we're not doing video right now. I'm pointing to Kakapanas. I'm saying, what type of videos are you watching on TikTok and getting? Nice. And then I'm going to ask. Good question. I love that question. It's fun because our For You pages would be so different. Yeah. I yeah. do get animals because I love animals. <laughs> and I get a lot of marketing stuff, like more about tips or what's coming in the marketing world or a lot of businessy things. My For You page is probably boring to like some people, but I... I that, that's, a very, that's a boring For You page. Yeah. You're fired. I, you're, you're, I don't get any music. Everything on my For You page is like talking. Really? Where some people hear a lot of the trending songs. You don't hear any, any of the trending any, songs. Any so you're like, there's no songs trending on TikTok anymore. What's yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Ella. Ella Watkins. Yes. How about yourself? Get what do you get on your... I get a lot of them singing videos as well. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Because I wouldn't, I don't even know what genre to call them. They're just those videos that are just so conceptually weird. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, you don't really know if they're staged or if they're real. But mm-hmm. something crazy happens in the video and you're just hooked. And it has, like, 10 million views. I get a lot of it. It's interesting. So I'm in LA right now. But I commute back and forth from Toronto, Ontario. So I'm Canadian. And I'm a child of Jamaican immigrants. So growing up with Jamaican parents is a very unique experience when you're growing up to make parents in outside of Jamaica, right? How they talk and how they're super strict. Dad, can I go to the dance? Yes, but but the, you have to be home at eight o'clock. The dance starts at nine. No opportunity to be home at eight o'clock and all that. So I get a ton of these videos of people making fun of Jamaican parents of how ridiculous they were at the time where they were just trying to do their best coming to the thing. So I get a lot of those. I get a ton of music videos but it's because i'm spending time trying to figure out i'm spending i i too you know how you're on a music journey i'm spending a lot of time trying to figure out how to work with music creators or how to enable creators Mm -hmm. to help them monetize their music in different ways because tiktok just seems to be such a natural medium well it is for music Mm -hmm. so i get a ton of like independent artists and their songs and coming yeah. up. And I get a ton of dog talking videos. Like dog talk. it's this format where the dog is in the video, but the dog has a voice. No, I'm just relaxing today. Or what, uh, yeah, what yeah, dog yeah. Dog. And I don't know why. Like I have a dog. I love dogs. <laughs> and I love the videos. And I don't, I didn't, but the thing is with TikTok, I didn't know I love those videos. I wouldn't have, if you said to me, you wrote on the sheet of paper here and you said, Duke, I think you're going to like dog narration videos where the dog talks and tells you a story or whatever it is. I'm like, that's stupid. And I love them. <laughs> love them. Love them. Like I watch them. I'm like, I, I, get, I, get, I get hooked. I, I did not know. It, that is true. That's something that I found too. Scrolling is TikTok will slowly show you something interesting. Yes. And, and then, it. and then you're usually like, oh my God, I love this. And yes. it's so yes. random. And you're almost like, you're certain why I like this. Yeah. Like, why do I like this? Yeah. 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 Like, you never know. It's yeah. like, yeah. Just for you, page, don't <laughs> Yeah. 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 No, that's funny. What does your 
2023 look like? 2023. Yeah. Okay. My editor is going to be back in Australia when I get there. So right. I think over the next few months, we're really going to get into the motions of working mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, Because obviously she's got to learn my style mm-hmm. and we've got to figure out what works best for us. So hitting 2023, I want to post daily content, which I think is really important for growth. Oh, yes. Daily content. Okay. Yes. On all your platforms or like, like, like yeah, just like yeah. boom, 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 boom. Yeah. yeah 100%. Um, yeah, daily content. And then I also, for next year, really want to focus on my music as well. So let's, you know what? Let's talk about this. I think it's fascinating. Ella, talk to me about your music. I love comedy music mm-hmm. in all of its forms. I, like, I've always loved Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. I love Lonely Island, mm-hmm. all of that. So growing up as well, I would always, like, be coming up with parodies to songs. Right. I'd be singing them in the car with my own words, with my own lyrics. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. So the idea is to rebirth, because there hasn't been a good parody. It's true. Like, there hasn't been, like, a, the Weird Al Yankovic a parody in, in, in since Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. And that's been, like, 30 years ago. Exactly. Yeah. She's had a couple good success, so she's done a little bit of videos to test, in a way. Yes. Like, you did one with the peanut. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that yes. blew up. What? People what, loved it. What was the... Well, it was more kind of in the vein of, like, Lonely Island, because it's, like, original comedy. Yeah. But there was this peanut brand called... Am I allowed to say Mr. Peanut. Mr. Peanut. <laughs> they um, created this jingle and they put it on TikTok and they're like, create, duet us and create lyrics to this jingle. Uh-huh. And I got really mad because people were like, you're taking advantage of creators. You're not paying them. So me and a few other creators got on and created really outrageous lyrics that they could not use. <laughs> <laughs> so I got on my duet, I duetted it and it got the top place. And then everyone asked for yeah. part two and it got the second top place. Oh, and, um, boy. And then on their TikTok page, everyone on all the videos was like, hey, you got to talk about Ellen song <laughs> but it was not brand friendly <laughs> you gotta give me a couple of lyrics God. put the p in the nut when you're not inside me what they call that the golden slimy dragging that on my face for breakfast go check for the eyes because because i'm fucking reckless okay all right <laughs> We got it. We got it. That was pulling it out from the depths. That was holding and there must have been like what the app let's put it up. But they opened that up. That is so funny. Oh, you got to put it up. And, and it was funny because when you click the sound, usually it'll have the top people. It was just Ella because she duetted it a few times. Oh, yes. <laughs> so Ella basically, Mr. Peanut, you know that Mr. Peanut did a Super Bowl ad two years ago. They did, they did a Super Bowl ad with the death of his, that Vader Media did and with their creative team. And then Ella's like, just come here firebombing. Yeah. All right. We're going to put this up on the mic. Here we go. Okay. CMO must be like, what the hell yeah. is going on? <laughs> that is so funniest, Yeah, the funniest thing was that it took the top place and everyone flooded their comments and there was nothing. Like, and they're, like, like, they're like, well, no, but, but, no like, to be honest, that's the only way they can handle it. Because yeah. they're like, they can't take it down because then they would yeah. just get firebombed. Like, yeah. they, yeah. they must be like, that they is just hilarious. Had to, like, <laughs> not respond. I imagine them in a meeting just like, so what do we do about this? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I can just imagine, right? I can just imagine. Like, 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 um, oh my gosh. 
I'm going to try and get them on the podcast. Like, I'm going to call them. I'll call them the next thing. I'm like, so I'm just curious. What did you do? Like, I, I'm, okay, we're not, this is, I'm not even saying this out of a place of judgment because, exactly. like, we, you know, what happened? Yeah, how do you like like it? how did you handle that? No, that that was great. That was great. And so that got a million total. It got about eleven million views. Mm-hmm. It was in the du- the double digit yeah. views. Yeah, and it had like the TikTok audience loved it. They did. They, they like, loved the full song. <laughs> they wanted her like release the song. song. Yeah, and the guys like what the hell? But that, here's the thing. I'm working on an article, right? And the the biggest thing with brands that they're going to have to wrap their head around is that they don't have full control of your brand anymore. You don't have full control of your marketing. You just don't, right? Like, it's like you try, you just don't, whatever. It's not necessarily wrong that they did this this challenge or whatever it is. It might've been helpful if they paid some creators to (laughs) maybe seed it as opposed to whatever. Exactly. But it's not necessarily wrong. It's just, you have to understand these things happen. Yes. Yeah. Like an extremely creative creator from Tasmania is going to hijack <laughs> your <Yeah>. ad <laughs> with like with a hijack your ad and 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 basically create the number one and number two video <laughs> like 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 yeah it's just it's just kind of crazy that's uh, but because of the audience response around that song and people wanting the full song that's when I told Ella like you could because of your comedy humor yeah. and her voice is good even when you do your singing like it's a good Thank voice you. Um, because you did another one back like a, a while ago with the you have like the little thing. Did a parody of um Justin Bieber's Stay. Yeah, uh, which was um, gay. Really? <laughs> which was really good as well. But people then wanted that, so I was like, Ellie, you really have the opportunity to be like a the next Weird Al, like where you could create yeah really fun parody, like raunchy comedy yes. music I- videos. But that's possibly very parodies all the time. And, and, and here's the funny thing about, okay, so as we've been thinking a lot, you know, I told you, I've, I've been thinking a lot about music and stuff. Mm. The thing with music is how you make money. You make money two ways now, right? You make money on streaming. YouTube, that's actually a great YouTube strategy yes. of putting your things, because music is very viral and you can do different versions of your song video. One could be just the song, yeah. one could be just whatever, so yeah. acapella, one could be the, a video version, right. But but that is a great way to get views, music, and then, get it, and then you get paid for those views and then Spotify as well. And the thing is with Spotify, so what Spotify taught the world. So you know how you're out and you know how all music right now is everything's hip hop? Basically yeah. everything, like everything, like, and I love hip hop. I grew up on hip hop, but that's not what that's not what it's like. Everything is rap. Country is rap now. Everything exactly. Everything has a bit of rap in it now. Yeah. But it's because what Spotify did, basically, it's just the raw streaming numbers. Was that was the first first true true time that the record companies didn't have influence to tell you what was popular or MTV or the music. Well, you, it was just sort of like they could influence, but you could see who's popular because you, you could see the streaming, right? Yeah. Versus like, and you, you could just see it now. But the thing is, is that a comedy parody album, even if it's specialty and whatever, if you put it together and you build up your fan base and use those things, that, that could be another great source of income. Yeah. And we'll call Mr. Peanut. And yeah. see what you know what? I bet you they would judge. Like, I'm like, all right, Mr. Peanut, come on. What are you going to do? Let's call Mr. Peanut on Monday. Let's see what, let's see how they do. I'm like, okay, so this happened. How should we deal with it? We can, we should pass, right? Yeah, pay, 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 pay lean into it. Yeah, we, you, you might as well lean into this and create a clean version or something. We'll <laughs> all right, so 2023. Yes. Brella Watkins. Yeah. Is music? Music and daily content. And daily content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yes. Well, Ella, you know what's funny? 
This yeah. is your second time on our podcast. Oh, yeah. you, this is our second time. And you're the only guest that we've had on two times, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ella, there we go. Boom. I just have five. That's what said. Everybody, I'm going to call us out. Ella, thank you very much thank for coming today. Everybody, this is Du McKenzie. This is Kyle Kaplanis. Welcome to tomorrow today. Please like and subscribe. The number one business podcast in the world. Here we go. Love having live in the studio here with Ella Watkins. Ella, you get another standing up place. Here we go. <laughs> and everyone, we're signing out. Have a great night.